0: This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. A tent encampment of homeless folks continues to grow in Minneapolis. There are about 300 people there, many of whom are Native. Tribal and urban leaders are making plans to provide more sturdy shelter over the coming months. But what else is needed to support those living in these tents? Reporter Melissa Townsend tells us more. A lot of people involved with this camp say the first priority is stable, affordable housing. Joy Friedman is with the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. You need to be able to have affordable housing to rest your head to be able to start thinking about now what do I do? Okay, but if I don't even know where I'm going to sleep tonight, I can't worry about everything else. Tonight i got to find a safe location, i got to hold down my tent, i got to watch over my stuff. This is making it so I ain't got time to deal with anything else that's going on in my life. When I talked with Cheryl from the Ray, she'd been living in the camp for about a month. I'm looking for an apartment and I'm looking for, like, some therapy and stuff, you know, because like I told you, what I went through was very traumatic and, and I prefer, like, the native ways. To fill the need for housing in the short term, the Red Lake Nation has struck a deal with the city and county leaders. The tribe will host FEMA-style trailers on their land in South Minneapolis. The tribe wants the trailers to be paid for and managed by the city and county. It's a short-term solution, while local officials and native leaders make a plan for long-term permanent housing. But not everyone in this camp is ready for that. Donald John Banks is from Mille Lacs. He's spent a few nights off and on in the camp over the past few months. So I guess the mayor has a plan to potentially put people in housing. Do you want that? I'd be okay with uh, housing. I mean, but first I want to... i got to relearn a lot of things, and i got to redo a lot of things just so I could that I did it the right way. Banks says he struggles with addiction and depression. And he says he just needs to be in a different place emotionally and have like a five-year plan before he can commit to permanent address. So you think now you're ready for a five-year plan? Um, I have the foundations for a five-year plan, that's about it, that's it. For Banks and people like him who aren't in shelters, street outreach is key. At the camp, a coalition of tribes and native-led urban organizations are providing everything from meals, showers, snacks, advice, spiritual resources, security, and connections to health and social service programs. But one organization hasn't been able to help. From very early on, people were telling us, we need people to come in and provide onsite medical care, that we have people there with a range of things, you know. Anthony Stately is CEO of the Native American Community Clinic. NAC is just a few blocks away from the camp. But too much legal red tape kept them from doing the kind of outreach they wanted to do. It was just challenging for me and my staff because, you know, those are our patients. We wanted to help them. And here again, the Red Lake Nation comes through. Stately says a valuable partnership with Red Lake and Livio Health Group helped them cut through the red tape. NAC no longer needs multiple layers of approval because Red Lake is a sovereign government. And they licensed NAC to provide on-site medical care on their behalf. Some of the leadership at Red Lake is very innovative and forward-thinking in the way that they conceptualize the responsibility that they have to their urban dwelling members. Stately says in one week, NAC staff was able to go out tent-to-tent and offer screenings for HIV, hepatitis C, and syphilis. For those testing positive, docs and nurses connected them with services at the NAC clinic just blocks away. Red Lake and NAC have also partnered on a brand new intensive outpatient drug treatment program. On October 1st, the program opened its doors in two locations in Little Earth and in the Ancient Traders Market building on Franklin Avenue. The program is culturally based, medically assisted treatment using Suboxone. Stately says they hope to work with up to 50 clients this year. This tent city has shown a light on the crisis created by the shortage of affordable housing and addiction services. These partnerships are a good example of the kind of resources tribes and urban leaders want to see more of. Culturally sensitive approaches to supporting urban Native relatives who are currently struggling. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Melissa Townsend. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund, and the citizens of Minnesota.